Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. in Michigan make marijuana legal there for recreational purposes and city leaders in Ann Arbor Monday passed local regulations that say the same thing just to be sure but they're wondering is it the end of an era because there's actually been a half century of marijuana activism in Ann Arbor and this year police will really be able to look the other way during the upcoming hash bash which is now in its 47th year <laughs> hash bash yeah yeah marijuana festival you think the uh, first few years they were a little nervous though Cliff? <laughs> i think they probably were you yeah. know like 47 <laughs> years ago it's like <laughs> we better keep this on the download don't yeah. you think no i totally agree with that. i yeah. think so too yep well nevada is worried mm-hmm. because that zombie disease that's yeah. been hitting the deer population well, it's in neighboring Utah, and they're afraid that it's on its way to Nevada and could wipe out all the deer. Wow. Now, the disease, if you haven't uh, heard of this, destroys the brain tissue of deer and makes them act as if they've lost their minds. Okay. In other words, sadly, the deer become morning DJs. <laughs> if you own a dog... Yeah. Just by doing that, mm-hmm. that can lower your ri- risk of an early death by almost 25%. <laughs> Just having a dog. Just having a dog. Wow. That's pretty impressive, That isn't is impressive. It? They say that owning a dog yeah. calms you down so yeah. much mm-hmm. that stress, which is a big killer. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Kind of walks out the door. Okay. Now, meanwhile... Yeah. If you're listening this morning yeah. and you're a cat owner, uh oh. You're already in the crosshairs. <laughs> Probably at the hands of the cat. That's right. He's pointing the weapon. Yes. <laughs> Just waiting to pull the trigger. Yeah. I mean, it's always interesting to find that while we're all different, people at heart really are all the same. Especially when it comes to doing disgusting things that are applauded by the morning roadshow department of Just in Time for Breakfast. It's being called Kettlegate, and it happened inside the top levels of this agency in the Australian government. The Department of Human Services there told a newspaper in Adelaide that the employee involved has been terminated, but others in the agency think what happened went on way too long before the incident was investigated and brought to a conclusion. Reports say two staffers in the Department of Communities and Social Inclusion went to make a cup of tea in the break room around 10 a.m. back on March 12th. The water in the tea kettle seemed a bit low on picking it up, so they took off the lid to add more, and that's when they realized something wasn't right. Tess would later confirm that someone had urinated in the tea kettle. Turns out the area was watched over by security cameras, so the perpetrator was eventually caught. But for the longest time after the discovery, workers in the agency feared that there was more than just pee in their tea. Further testing, though, found no other bodily fluids in the kettle, just urine. Peepa trader. Peepa really? trader. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
How long did you work on that before you uh, come up with that, Cliff? It just came to me naturally. I bet it did, yes. It just flowed right out. Here's Marin Morris. Sadly, Cliff, Alex yeah. Trebek is in the news today. Oh, he, is it the cancer thing? Well, he says yes, he okay. could be nearing the end of his time That's... as host of Jeopardy. Yeah. And uh, that is kind of sad. He's been yeah. doing it for a long time. And mm-hmm. when he said that it could be the end of his time hosting, yeah. it sounds to me like, Cliff, yeah. the vultures are starting to circle. And what? by vultures, yeah. I mean Ryan Seacrest. He's always going after somebody's job. Really? He's everywhere on TV and radio, isn't he? <laughs> is he not? Yeah. Every time you turn around, no. there he is. And and most people don't realize, does he still do the morning radio show in Los Angeles? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's a morning DJ who just happens to be pretty. <laughs> he's as smart as your average morning DJ. He just happens to be... Pretty. Well, and I think he uh, he has outstanding stamina, too. You mean like he never, never doesn't really have to sleep? He doesn't sleep. Yeah. You Basically, have a point there. Ryan Seacrest is a vampire. <laughs> a pretty vampire. A pretty vampire, yes. <laughs> I didn't think I'd wake up this morning saying <laughs> Ryan Seacrest was pretty. That's kind of bad to say that out loud. I read this morning that a department head... At Drexel University, okay. is now being accused of using federal grant money that he went after, intended for research. Yeah, and what he did was he went to strip clubs and sports bars <laughs> instead, and he spent yeah. tens of thousands of dollars in these places. Okay, and it went on for a decade before anybody noticed that. Hey, <laughs> that research paper, lap dances and beer. Are they really worth the money? Has <laughs> never been published yet. Is that not amazing? It, that that could it go went on, on for, for 10 years. Yes. And then you get to wondering, I wonder how many other folks have taken the, grant money. In and, the uh, world of academia? Yes. Who has gotten a grant to do something research-wise? I, I, he can't be the only one, surely. People being people. Somebody's, <laughs> you know. At least he didn't, you know, waste the cash. Cliff, you probably can't uh, detect this just by looking at me, mm, but uh, at my core, yeah, behind this, yeah, you know, manly features I have. Oh, manly features. I'm kind of a wimp. Oh, really? Get, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to admit that out so, loud. So but behind this veneer of manhood, you're a wussy. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that was. Driven home to me yesterday when yeah. I was taking a good look at myself in the mirror, and I yeah. realized that I'm still wearing the Band-Aid from last year's flu shot on my arm. <laughs> really? I'm afraid that it would start bleeding, I guess. <laughs> and there it is on my left arm, along with from... the one that I received <laughs> the first day of October. I'm surprised that you could wear a um, Band-Aid for an entire year. They've got the sticky at the pharmacy, uh, I'm telling you. They got you. the good ones at the pharmacy. They do. You go to the pharmacy, <laughs> they cut so, the good ones for so you. So, were you afraid it was just going to hurt by pulling it off? And so you avoided the pain for all year long, leaving the Band-Aid there. Very good, Cliff. Very, very good. <laughs> you know, you would think eventually you'd wash that enough times and it would just fall off. I tried to avoid getting water by it. <laughs> Lest there be an infection. I don't right. want water to get yeah. in the hole. That's my problem. <laughs> This story is about the consumer getting help after being, or at least felt like they were being, 
ripped off by a big company. Thelma Chatty told a TV station in Orlando that it sounded like a bomb went off in her house, and when the Action 9 news team got to looking, they found several other instances of the washer in question, suddenly adding an explode cycle to the rinse and spin. And the Consumer Product Safety Commission was found to have 15 complaints about the same model for the same thing. Chatty says the manufacturer only offered her a couple of hundred bucks for a $1,500 washer. But now, after hearing their products badmouthed on TV, the company's going to buy her a new washing machine. The Action 9 reporter says he's glad to hear that the company's hands were no longer tied. <laughs> They ought to get her the same model, just to make her a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here it is, same one. Good luck. Well, Cliff, we've got the phrase that pays. Okay. And today, we need your help. Mm-hmm. 812-386-1250. And how about today? Okay. If you've never called in with the phrase that pays before. Yes. We're going to have a brand new... Let's go for that. Okay, brand new contributor. If we can. Yes. Uh, Perhaps you've been a little shy and think that what you've got to say won't add up (laughs) to what we've had before. (laughs) You've heard some of the things we've had before. I have. Trust me. Yeah. If you can speak English, you're going to have the phrase that pays. Yeah. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Chris Lawson. Okay, Chris, where are you from? Mount Carmel. Okay, so do you have a phrase for us today? Yes. Life is too short to spread anything but kindness. Life is too short to spread anything but kindness. Now, do you live by that, Chris? Yes. You do? Oh, I try. (laughs) (laughs) Life is too short, believe me. It is too short. That's true. We don't believe that until we get a little bit older, though, do we? Yeah. Yeah, when you're in your 20s, it's like, eh, we'll do that tomorrow. Well, Chris, we're going to use your phrase, and we thank you for calling in this morning, okay? Sure. Thank you, Chris. You too. You too. Bye-bye. You know, Cliff, when you read scientists and researchers, new reports about exercise, you kind of get the feeling that uh, I'm bribing them to cut down the (laughs) amount of time that it takes to exercise. (laughs) Well, you know, it used to be like three times a day, 30 minutes each session, you know, to get your heart going and all that. It was like every other day. Yes. Twice a week. (laughs) Then it got down to 10 minutes a day. Then it was five. And the new one is Mm -hmm. you only now have to exercise for just a few seconds a day to (laughs) receive benefits from it. You get some benefit just with a few seconds of exercise. Yes. That's amazing. Well, I think so too, but it's up my alley because... I could get that much in just trying to get those electronic paper dispensers in public restrooms to work. <laughs> oh, you mean you're waving your hand? <laughs> I, I sometimes have worked up a, a forehead sweat just trying, trying to get to... the paper out. <laughs> so, you know, instead of me buying, uh, you know, weights to lift at home yeah, and machinery. Bike, gym and membership. Those bikes that you ride at home where they yeah. talk to you and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I could just hang out in public restrooms and kind of do the hand thing <laughs> there in front of the uh, dispenser. <laughs> I don't think you want to go that route. Why? That sounds a little weird. Hanging out in public restrooms. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm not like just, I'm doing it for exercise, okay? Yeah, that's what the, the police will believe that story for sure, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Only you would take us down that path. Well, you just won an island. What are you going to name it? Here we go on the phone lines. Hi, who's this? 
Hello? Yes. Yeah, hi, who's this? Kim Miskell. All right, Kim, where are you from? Princeton. Okay, so if you was won an island today, what would you name it? The Miskell Island. The Miskell Island. The Miskell Island. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. We're going to give you four tickets to the Zombie Zoo for helping us out this morning, Kim, okay? Awesome, thank you. You're quite welcome. You drop by our Country 98.1 studio, and you have fun running around with the undead, okay? <laughs> I definitely will. All right. <laughs> See you, Kim. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> running around with the undead. Well, that's what she's going to be doing. You're absolutely right. Of the undead. Well, yeah. Cliff, if you had an island and yeah. you won it this morning, what would you call your if, island? If I had my own personal island, I would name it Leave Me Alone. <laughs> Can we come visit you? No. At Leave Me Alone Island? No. No, if, you, uh, if you're on a boat <laughs> and you uh, request to come ashore, <laughs> the, the call will go out. This is the island. Leave me alone. I mean what I say. <laughs> I think I would name my island. Yeah. And it's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Leprosy Island. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. I think That's so. way better than my answer. Because if it was on a map as Leprosy Island, no one would ever go there. Yes. So no one would bother you. They would cruise around it yeah. looking for body parts that are falling <laughs> off of people. But no one would ever go ashore. No one would ever bother me there. It could be the new toy for Christmas this year. Oh, really? And it's from Mattel. Okay. It's a new doll called yeah. Judge Barbie. Oh, I saw that. Yes. Yes. She's just like Judge Judy. Yeah. Before the bitterness set in. <laughs> Cliff, I read on the internet a few minutes ago that yeah. a guy in, this is pretty impressive, yeah. a man in the Philippines set a new world record by going one hour and 17 minutes without blinking. Without blinking? Yes. An hour and 17 minutes? Yes. In the Philippines? Uh-huh. Now, I can't pronounce his name. I was going to say, what's his name? I, I can't pronounce that thing. Okay. Okay. Can we just call him Kenny Rogers? <laughs> well, we can. He won't know the difference, will he? Well, that's true. No. So he's in the Philippines. That was good. Thanks. Well, Kenny pleasure. Rogers. Yeah. A smile that makes you feel happy inside, Cliff. That doesn't happen very no. often. Not very often. No. But it happened, uh, I don't know, probably two weeks ago here at Country 98.1. And yeah. I just now thought of it again. It's taken okay. me a while. But okay. I was leaving work here on a Saturday. Yeah. And I backed out from in front of our studio. Mm -hmm. And I thought this had been a fad that was gone. But remember a couple of years ago when people were painting rocks and oh. leaving them randomly yeah. around? Yeah. Someone left a red rock here in the window. And I just <laughs> smiled when I saw that. It made my day. Yeah. And now, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. You know, when you saw it, you should have stopped and pulled back into your parking spot and got the rock and unlocked the door and brought it back inside for safekeeping, but you didn't do that. But who steals a rock that's painted? <laughs> it wasn't our rock to begin with. Well, he left it here for some reason. Well, to be passed on. Oh, man. <laughs> and just now... Well, yeah. Miranda was singing. I walked yeah. outside and took a look. And the rocks are gone. And the surprise turned into utter disappointment. <laughs> kind of like when you listen around 6.06 in the morning. That's right. It's like, surprise! Oh. <laughs> Today's Take It to the Bank is brought to you today yeah. 
by the letters Y M C A. <laughs> so the village people doing the take it to the bank today. Exactly. Really? That's exactly right, Cliff. Well, what do you know? That was a good guess. Okay. It's almost like a Sesame Street project this morning. Oh, um, well. Like many things we do here. Yeah, you're exactly right. We should do a take it to the bank on Kayai Diggy Diggy, but we won't. <laughs> it's 64 right now. I challenge you to find facts on Kayai Diggy Diggy. Boy, if I could, we would do it. Well, Cliff. Yes? Our take it to the bank today does involve the letters Y-M-C-A. And okay. if you've been to any public gathering where they play the village people song, yeah. YMCA. Yes. You've seen all the folks do all of the hand gestures yes. to all of the letters. Yeah. And common sense would tell you that the village folks and the village mm-hmm. people were smart enough to come up with that yeah. and present it during their song. But that's not what happened no. at all. No. <laughs> Actually, yeah. the audience started doing the hand gestures yeah. while the village people were performing on American Bandstand. Really? Back in 1979, and the group saw them doing it and thought, why didn't we think of that? (laughs) And that's where it all got started. (laughs) And you can take that to the bank. I believe that. You know, you said a phrase there that just kind of struck a chord with me. Okay. Uh, You said the audience started doing the hand gestures. Yes. Yeah. Our audience does an entirely different hand gesture. Yes. Well... But we can't see it. Thank goodness for that. Well, sometimes I would be insulted. Sometimes they do text in pictures, but <laughs> let's stop doing that too. It's hurtful. Agreed. And yes. I believe it crosses yes. a line between th- our friendship. I think you're right. I think it really does. Crosses that friendship line. Drowning and being stabbed, I think, Cliff, are two of the scariest uh, ways to go in the world. Drowning and being stabbed. Being stabbed. But I think a close third would be stuck on an elevator. There seems to be a primal fear of all of us being stuck on an elevator, and I think everybody thinks about it for just a brief second every time they jump on one. Is this going to be the time when I get stuck and never get off? Yes, or be on here for hours. And I really believe that. (laughs) doesn't really seem to bother me that much. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Well, I think it's one of the... uh, most horrible things that could happen to you personally. And I'm not even claustrophobic. I just don't want to be around that many people that tightly <laughs> for a long period of time. But good news, a Girl Scout troop, yeah. some of the ladies in that troop in Texas, yes. got trapped in an elevator okay. for over three hours before they could rescue them. Wow. All of the ladies escaped unharmed and everything yeah. was okay. Awesome. Perfect opportunity, Cliff, for yes. uh, the young ladies to... Uh, Share a little bonding experience. Okay. You know, get to know each other much, much better than you probably ever wanted to. True. And also a great opportunity to get that merit badge for bladder control. Because (laughs) three hours on there, I'm going to be trouble. I'm going to be in trouble. Yes. Mercy. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, starboard number three. The audience started doing the hand gestures. (laughs) Number two. Behind that veneer of manhood, you're a wussy. <laughs> hey, you did say that about me, didn't you? I did, you? yeah. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, leprosy island. <laughs> I'm telling you, Cliff. That'll keep the visitors away. <laughs> <laughs>
The smart ones, anyway. Well, yeah. yeah, true. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.